You're listening to Kickin' the Panties, your weekly motivational podcast to help you get unstuck, recommitted, or newly engaged in a life worth living. I'm Carol, your self-love and dating coach. And I'm Becca, entrepreneur and mother of three. Are you ready for a swift kick in the panties? What's up, Becca? Hello, hello. It's a beautiful day here in New Orleans. It's a beautiful day to set some goals. It is a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day in Tampa, too. Yay for living in the South where it stays warm. That's Anywho. true, but I hear it's uh, nice in the Northeast now, too. So it's, you know, it's just, I think it's good everywhere. <laughs> I like it better when it's cold up there and I can send beach pictures and when they're in their coats. Yeah, they hate that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they do. So how'd your last week go? I know that, you know, last week the homework was for everybody to do the passion test. And I know that we are basically one week ahead of everybody else because obviously that's how this is going to work. We're going to do it. We're going to talk about how it went for us and then you guys are going to do it. So hopefully everybody did the passion test last week and that was as uh, motivating and enlightening for everybody else as it was for us. Yes, exactly. Because this week we are going to set a goal. Last week we said, you know, you want your goal to be something that makes you feel fulfilled and brings you closer to that ideal person that you'd like to be in the future, hence the passion test. And you don't want to make your goal something that just sounds good to everybody else. Like if society at large and your family tell you you need to lose weight, but you actually like your size and feel good and confident, then don't make your goal to lose weight or start going to the gym. Right. Have, so that's what that clarity episode was all about. I hope we everyone is clear as day on what their goal might be. And today we're going to talk about, you know, how it it's important now that we have clarity on what we really want out of life, how do we go about setting a goal and breaking it down? I think like so one thing I just want to interject here really quick is I did get some feedback from listeners that said, you know, like like it's almost like they felt bad thinking that they didn't have something to write down as a goal. And after talking to people for like one or two minutes, I got them to admit that they did have a goal. It was like, you know, like people are like, well, I just don't even have a goal. Like I feel like, you know, I want to do it and I want to be with you guys, but I just really don't have anything to work on. Like, and then I, you know, would ask a few follow-up questions. And this one particular person said, um, you know, that she said, well, maybe a goal is that I want to learn to use my fancy camera. I have a fancy camera and I love to take pictures of my kids, but I don't really know how to use it. I'm like, that's a great that's worthy a goal. goal. Yeah. Sounds like you are happiest when you are taking beautiful pictures of your kids and being able to use them for whatever, you know, whether it's social media or to print them and send them to family members. Like mm-hmm. if that is something you enjoy doing and it's going to take a few weeks, you know, six weeks or so to get better at using the camera, then that is an absolutely worthy, perfect goal for this experiment. So everybody yeah, has something we can be doing. It's not like your goal has to be to like start a new career. So I know we talk about like businesses and like changing careers and we talk about that kind of stuff a lot, but your goal does not have to be anything like that. Like your goal could be just to like get to know your city better. That's a right. that's like a small goal of mine, like to get to know Tampa a little better. Sometimes I just drive around to a new neighborhood and say, "What you know, what the fuck's going on around here?" 
Yeah. Well, the, 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 I think like what we're trying to achieve here for everybody is to bring a little bit more just happiness and wellness into your life by doing a little bit more of things that you really enjoy and that you love and that light you up. And so, like you said, for some people, that's going to be, you know, realizing that there's a big turn in their life they have to take. But for most people, this may just be you know, realizing that there's a couple hours a day that you are doing something you don't like that much that you could be doing something you like better. So yeah, anyway, you could be learning a language or planning a vacation, like pff, planning a vacation could just be a goal. Like I'm just want to sure. set aside this money, decide where it's at, wait, see what places don't have strict COVID rules <laughs> <laughs> or even just to like do the research and to put together an itinerary like that could take you know five hours a week for six weeks if you want to really look into it and figure out what you want to do when you go somewhere new so all of right. these things are really valuable and valid and I just wanted to throw that out there right because you know the the reason it's important to have a goal even if it's you know goals like we just said don't have to be these huge lofty things but it does give a little bit of spice to your life it gives your life a little bit of direction it changes um the course of just your everyday you know routine it shakes things yeah, up a shakes little it bit up. oh exactly jinx you owe me a coke <laughs> So, you know, you get the power of growth and for momentum. And it's not like you have to. Everything is growing. Learning how to use a camera is growing. Like you are changing your skills, your skill set and or even, you know, planning a vacation. That's growing. Setting aside money, budgeting, you know, researching places, being a more worldly person after you've traveled. All that, all those things do make you grow and change and do give forward momentum to your life. It doesn't have to be, you know, starting like to sell, you know, weaves on the internet. I'm always weaves. That's, that's <laughs> always like, I'm always like, why don't I just sell weave on the internet? Like everybody else. Cause they're making money out here. Oh, selling wow. Weave on the internet. But I anyway, I, well, obviously I don't, I would not know anything about it, but that makes sense to me. People need, hair people need to look good i, I mean people need to buy weaves so. so much money i mean a good weave is hard to come by <laughs> it is. you can find bad weaves all day long but people who can make a good weave happen i mean that's got to be it's valuable it's like it's like the uh white girl equivalent of like a good spray tan a good what a spray tan spray tan yeah, yeah. you can get spray tan anywhere <laughs> But oh, yeah. are, is it like your butt cheeks going to be a different color, like the under part mm -hmm. of your butt and your butt? I mean, it's just a good spray tan person that's right. really going to get in there and help you out and make it look even. That right. is hard to find. Anyway. A synthetic weave that looks raggedy is the equivalent of an orange white girl walking down the street <laughs> looking crazy. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Well, now we're way off topic. Anyway, yeah, I was right. going to say that having the balls to say you're going to do something in the first place, right? Like that right. is, is part of this process too. It's like, whatever it is, as small as it is, as, as t you know, just tiny, like just being able to be a person who says, I'm going to do this thing. And then to do that thing is, is going to elevate your confidence so mm -hmm. that you can say, well, I did that thing. I, now I'll do this next thing. Like I have experienced this right. myself. So time and time and time again, where just when I started, like for years, I just lacked the confidence to try to do anything. And then, when I did start just like trying and was successful at achieving what I said I would do, then it was like addictive. I was like, okay, well now what can I do? I did that. Yeah. So now what's next, you know? And I think that a lot of people would feel that same power 
And we could start it right here, right now by just saying, you know what I'd like to do? This. And Mm -hmm. here's how I'm going to do it. Here's how we're going to do it. Yes. So that brings us to... All right, so let's let's talk about setting a goal because there's this thing out there, smart goals. I think we've all heard of them. Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. When you think about setting your goal, uh, that's a good thing to keep in mind. I know we hear it all the time, and it's kind of like, oh, yeah, smart goals, sure, sure, sure. But specific, you have to know what you're going to do. I mean... You can't just be like, oh, uh, I want to lose weight. You have to be like, no, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. I don't know. I don't know. How, when is it, how healthy is it to lose 10 pounds in two months? Is that not yeah, healthy? No, that's pretty I good. A pa- about a pound a week is good. Okay. so If yeah, you have so, the weight to lose, yeah. So, yeah. So, you're going to lose five pounds in the next month by going to the gym three times a week and t- uh, cutting out sugar from your diet. That's specific. Saying, like, I'm going to lose weight is not specific. Or, like, your friend saying, I'm going to get better with this camera is not specific. Saying, I'm going to watch, you know, three online tutorials and practice with this camera, you know, three hours a week until I get, you know, the pictures that I like. That's more of a specific kind of goal. You know, so make it specific. Don't make it so general because when it's general, then you can, it's so easy to just say, oh yeah, uh, my goal is to start a business. That's so easy to be like, oh yeah, I'll start that business. But when you say my goal is to sell 30 weaves a day for the next (laughs) 20 days, then the worst, (laughs) that's, that's, that's a specific goal. So, yes. well, and you also, the goal you set of, of losing five pounds over the course of one month is also measurable. And the question you asked of whether or not it's even feasible means right. that you were thinking about the attainability of it without even realizing you were, right? So Bingo. it's not only specific, you know, if the, if the overall goal is like, I want to lose weight. Um, I just, you know, I've, I've gained a little bit and I'm not fitting in my clothes and I want to lose some weight. And this is what, you know, what I want. Like, again, don't let other people tell you what to do. Make it about what you want to do. But right. you're specifically want to lose five pounds in one month, um, which is, so that's the time bound piece, five mm-hmm. pounds in one month. It is measurable. measurable because you can actually get on a scale and see that you've lost it. It is attainable because that's not like I want to lose five pounds by tomorrow because obviously you can't do that. Right. Um, and it's relevant because it relates to the overall goal of I would like to lose weight. So yeah. every time you're setting the small goals within your larger goal, you want to, you know, you don't have to check that it's a smart goal every time, but to keep those things in mind, like, is this something I can actually do? Now that's helpful because when we set ourselves a goal that we can't actually achieve, then it just reduces our confidence. We just go, oh, well, I, I didn't do that. Well, you, you know what? You didn't do it because you couldn't have done it even if you wanted to, or you tried your hardest. And so setting a goal you can actually achieve is the most important thing. Yes, I agree. And speaking of being overwhelmed, so once you do set this goal, I know in my life I've struggled with like 
having this goal in mind, for instance, starting my YouTube channel, I didn't do it for years because I would get so overwhelmed. Like I'd think to myself, okay, I need to restart my YouTube channel. But then I'd, then like my mind would just start attacking me and be like, well, you gotta, you don't know what lighting you're going to use and what room are you going to film in now? And what background are you going to use? And do you even know how to, you know, do you even know how to edit anymore? And, oh, I got to write like 10 scripts before I even start. So I have scripts in the bag. And like you, you start thinking about all these things that you would have to do or things you don't even know how to do. And then you kind of just get discouraged and you say, oh, fuck it. Like, I'll figure this out next week or I'll figure it out next month or next year. And then you find yourself on your deathbed like, damn, I wish I would have done that way back then and not had all these regrets and what ifs. So when you get overwhelmed with a larger goal, it's always better to think of the smaller goals within that goal and to chunk it down, which has helped me so much in achieving goals. Because when you, and I recommend you write this down when you do this, like say your goal is to be a personal trainer on Instagram, Mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Say you say you're a personal trainer and you want to expand your Instagram following and you want to eventually sell personal training programs to people on the internet then that might sound scary like oh man like how am I going to sell personal training programs to people on the internet I don't even have an Instagram yet Right. That's when you start really breaking this down and writing everything you would think that you can even think of that you might need to do. Start an Instagram account. Yeah, get a YouTube channel. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, start taking pictures of yourself at the gym. Uh, start little, you know, put extra exercise, your exercise programs up and what you do at the gym. Start talking yeah, about your diet. Yeah, and then also diet. like spend time researching what other people do in your industry or in your field. Like there's so many people making money on, on fitness programs and diet programs like spend a few hours per week for six weeks, really just digesting the information of other successful trainers so that you can kind of pick out for yourself like, oh, I like that this person does this. That's something I could see myself doing or I'm really not attracted to the way this person like out puts their programs out. So what would I do differently? You know, um, it's focusing on like who is making money doing it and what is their standard of quality and how can you figure out how to make your stuff look like theirs, you know, or like I said, not like theirs, if that's the case. Yeah. So basically, whatever your goal is, whatever the larger goal is, just start writing down everything you can think of that you that would take to achieve that goal. Because even the things that you don't know yet, like there's always going to be things like working towards a larger goal that you're not even going to know that you need to practice, that you're going to know that you need to do. But even if you just start with everything you can think of off the bat, and then start making those smaller things your goal. So if your ultimate goal is to be a fitness guru on the internet, then your smaller goal, those, you know, starting the Instagram, taking the pictures, that could be your one month goal. Your one month goal right. could be, I'm going to start an Instagram, I'm going to make a content calendar, and I'm going to start posting three times a week of whatever I want to share with my fitness people. And that could exactly. be your month goal. And then within your month goal, you can say, okay, week one, I'm going to get my Instagram account and figure out what camera I'm going to use to take pictures. Ask mm-hmm. one of my friends to go to the gym with me so they can film. And then you, you break it down and break it down until it's not so scary because being a fitness guru, that sounds scary, but just starting an Instagram account and taking pictures, 
that's not scary. And in fact, it's more exciting when you think about the smaller steps that take you toward your goal. The smaller steps should be the exciting things. If you're if you really like what you're doing and um, it's a goal that you really enjoy, which is really going to be you're going to have to enjoy it or want it enough to keep working on it. So it should be something oh, that, sure. you know, you enjoy doing. Those first steps are going to be the fun things like starting Instagram, taking pictures, posting. All those things are exciting on your way to that scarier, larger goal, if that makes yes. sense. Yes. But I do have a piece of advice here that I've heard and I love this and I really live my life by this. It's It can be presented in two ways, but the quote that I've heard and I don't know who to attribute it to is don't let perfection be the enemy of good you ever heard yes. of that mm-hmm. yeah don't yes. let perfect be the enemy of good so especially like anytime you're starting something out and if it's a larger goal and you've chunked it to these smaller things it's like uh you want these things this is the other way I've heard it described to be like 80 use 20 percent of your effort to get to 80 percent of quality mm-hmm. and then move on like if you you're going to use 80% of your effort to get that last 20% to perfect and it's not worth it. I mean especially in the beginning when you're starting anything, the the momentum and enjoying it and being able to del- deliver whatever it is that you're you're wanting to do to the world will give you the energy to move forward, but if you right. get bogged down in the first step, like say, you know, go back to the example of the person trying to use their camera. Well, if if your goal on day one is to take a perfect picture and you're just messing with that one picture over and over and over again in Lightroom, rather than going out and taking tons of pictures and, you know, having just a good experience and having fun with your camera, then you might get discouraged because you're putting the cart before the horse, right? Right. And it, I've heard the phrase done is better than perfect. And yes. And I think that's really what it is. It's like you can you could strive for perfection or even like using the personal personal trainer thing. Like if you're thinking of an Instagram handle, I've been here. You're thinking of like what you want your Instagram handle to be. And you're spending days and just asking your friends and like really agonizing. Like this is going to be the most important thing. Like what am I going to name my website? What is my Instagram going to be? Or like, you know. You, you 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 go over that kind of stuff in your head so often and then you just get frustrated and you just put it off like, oh, I can't think of a perfect Instagram. This is, you know, this is going to follow me for the rest of my life. And right. You're like, I'll never <laughs> be able to change it. I'll, I'll get my <laughs> SEO up and then I'll have to do, you know, it's just like and none of that is true. Like you will right. be able to rebrand if you if you get to a, I promise you, if you get to a point two years into your business where you need to rebrand, which I think almost everybody does. If, if your goal is to start a business or to sell something, right. basically two, three years in, if you're rebranding, that means you've done something right. That right. means that now you have the time, the resources, the insight, the energy to reestablish yourself with the knowledge that you have. And that is like exactly what you should be doing. There's nobody that got it right the first time. Yeah, um, and think and of the- how many like dumb business names that you've heard or like, you know, just like silly things. and But you still just think of Google. those people are still. Yeah, Google. Google. Yeah. Right. Google. <laughs> Every time I say Google, I think what a dumb name that is. And now it's everywhere. I use Google for my docs. I use Google for my photos. I use Google, Google, yeah. Google for everything. Yeah. Google. Like whoever right. thought of that was like, this is going to be the shit. <laughs> right. You know exactly. what it is. So the other thing I was going to offer is that um, if your goal ultimately is to get paid to do something, to get a client, um, then 
you know, one of your like small goals could be just to get your first client and you could literally spend six weeks really focused just mm-hmm. on that, asking right. every single person, you know, if they'll be your client or if they know someone who will be your client, like, you know, just getting one client a lot of times can make you, it forces you to all the next steps, right? If you have mm-hmm. a client who's willing to pay you any amount of money for your services, well, where's that money go? Okay, now it's got to go into some kind of bank account. And wait a minute, now my bank account needs to be related to a business because I'm a business person that's selling things now. So it's kind of like, you know, like certain things you can choose will precipitate the absolute need for more actions after. And that's a good thing to do too. It's just like, all right, well, what I'm going to do first is just... I'm going to, I'm going to get one person to buy the shit I'm selling. And then from there, you'll have to, you will have no choice, but to move forward. And once you have no choice, your ball is rolling and you're on the journey. Yeah. So all that to say, guys, just get started. Like no matter what your goal is, even if you, some people probably are even agonizing on what the perfect goal would be. Like I'm sure right. people are like, oh, wait, I could do this. Oh, wait, I could do that. Oh, oh, I've always wanted to do this too. Or maybe like just pick something. It doesn't even matter. I mean... In the whole scheme of it, it doesn't matter because you can always change it. You can always say, okay, like I thought I wanted to work on taking, just taking photos of my family, but now I realize that I want to be a photographer. And now that's, you know, that's my new thing and that's my new goal or, you know, whatever the case may be, action is going to give you the answers in life. Like if you're afraid to just jump in and you're trying to think of all the answers before you take action, it's never going to work. Like you're never going to get to the point where you're going to find the answers because the answers only come after you act. Like the answers don't come when you're just sitting in your bedroom like, should I do that? Should I do this? If I do this, this might happen or this might happen. It only happens when you do that thing and when you see what actually happens and then you choose how to react to that. It doesn't, you can't just like sit by yourself, not doing anything and thinking these answers are going to come to you. So whatever the goal is, just take that first small step and the rest will follow. Let it lead you to the next step. You know, Mm -hmm. like that's, that's all you can do. That's all you can do. Okay. So you, we read our, our um, top five from the passion test last week. So what did you end up choosing to work on for this this period while we're here all together. So for the next few weeks, I'm going to start um, a course. I'm going to finish a course. I'm, I'm, I'm really good at starting things and not finishing them. So let me, <laughs> let me rephrase that. <laughs> I'm going to uh, make a course on how to get from exclusive to a solid relationship. That is my most popular video on YouTube. That's the video that I have the most comments on. It's a video that I get the most questions about. People reach out to me about it. And I think people really struggle with that. So I think it'll be great to make a course and offer it to people who need it. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, so great. So complete a course. Okay, perfect. So do you um, have... Have you gone through the process quite yet of chunking out the steps or is that to come? Um, I have not chunked down the steps yet, but I can just rattle like on like. So thinking of making this exclusive to a girlfriend course, my I know that I'm going to have to do some research, make an outline, decide what the modules are going to be decide, you know, where I want to take the the person, the student or client, 
uh, from point A to point B and like what I want them to know by the end of the course. Um, so those are all, I'm just rattling things off my brain and what right. I might have to do first. And then, so that's what you would, that's what you would do or anyone listening, just like think about what it is and then just start writing it down. It's better to write it down to keep it than keeping it all in your head. Yeah. Um, write down everything you can think of that you'll have to do and then just order it in whatever order you think is right. Because honestly, right. you're not going to know. There is no perfect order to things like we were talking about earlier. Just whatever you think should go first, just do that first and go from there. What is your, uh, what is your goal, Becca? So I talked last week about, you know, the, the hangups I've had around wanting to play music and being a musician and thinking that I'm not like good enough to do it and just wanting to forever, as long as I can remember, I've wanted to learn to play the piano. In fact, I bought myself a piano, uh, mm. like four years ago and wow. I still don't know how to play it. It just sits in my house. I bought, I asked Emil to buy me a piano for my birthday. I like, you know, I researched it and I found like a used, you know, little upright, um, it wasn't crazy expensive, but I got it brought to my house. I okay, had it. Cause that was, pay, I was a pay. picturing like one of oh, those yeah, grand no, pianos. No, no, no. no, no, no. I was like, wow. Little, uh, it's cute. It's just a little, it's not in great condition, but my point was like, I don't have to have a piano that's in great condition to learn to play. Right. When I learn to play, if I'm any good, I will buy myself a better piano when I'm a piano player. Like you don't start by buying yourself a $2,000 piano when you don't <laughs> know how to play. <laughs> so that's the type of shit anyway. I do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, that is how I have been in the past too. And, you know, just in, in light of this conversation, even it's like, all right, so you want to learn how to play the piano. Of course you need to have a piano or a keyboard or whatever. Um, right. and also I decided that I really, because of my own obsession with playing the piano, um, I wanted my kids to have the opportunity to play the piano. Mm -hmm. So I wanted a piano in the house so that they yeah. would be able to play just because I learned later in life that if you start with piano, that you just have so much a, a better understanding of music theory, um, that like yeah. every instrument can be related to the piano. And because the keys are laid out the way they are over and over and over again on a piano, it's very visual. So for a child to learn mm. about chords and about playing music on a piano, then you can relate that knowledge to like, like anything else that you try to do if you want to cool. be musical. Yeah. So once I learned that, I was like, God damn it. Why didn't I learn to play the piano when I was younger? And then I would be, you know, I wouldn't be so shitty at guitar. That's like, that's how you beat yourself up. It's like, <laughs> right. you take something positive you're doing, like playing guitar and you're like, beat yourself with the piano about it. Anyway, the point is I bought a piano. I never learned to play it. Of course, it's just sitting there nagging me. It's so annoying. So I took my, I'm happiest when I'm playing piano. Um, that's what it said on my list. And my goal is over the next, uh, six weeks to start a regular piano practice. And so, um, you know, some of the things that I'm going to do, I'm going to research piano lessons. I'm going to, um, look at my finances to see how I might be able to afford those things. I'm going to look at how and when I might be able to, put a practice into my daily schedule and like what I can move around or how I can make that function. Um, and you know, just think about what kind of music I'd like to play. And I'm going to do some imagining around all that. So next week we are going to talk about removing obstacles. And so next week we will bring our chunk down list of all the things that we have mm -hmm. to do to achieve this goal. And we're going to figure out what it is that we're going to do like specifically over the next five to six weeks. Um, and then we are going to look at the ways that 
obstacles tend to creep into our lists. So basically what we mean is like, just like I just said, you know, if I say, well, if I need to learn to play the piano, then I need to get a piano teacher, but I can't get a piano teacher because I don't have an extra $30 a week. So that's what we tend to do. Like when we right. chunk out the list, it's it's meant to make us feel better and like we can achieve it. But a lot of times what it does is just give us a whole new list of excuses for excuses, why we can't do this yeah. thing that we want to do. Right. <laughs> so I've, I'm sure a lot of you will experience this. You'll take your big goal, you'll chunk it out into all the little parts, and then you will make, for some reason, a a, a an excuse as to why you cannot go and do these these things that you're um that are totally achievable and that you can do. And so next week we're really going to focus focus on that. Yes. And before we go, I do want to recommend that we you write all these things down. I know I said that before, but really, studies show that I think it's like you get a you have a 42% chance a 42% higher chance of completing your goals when you write them down. So write that shit down. Write down how you're going to break it down and put it on a calendar on all the days that you decide that you're, when you break it down week by week and then you break it down day by day, put it on the calendar, all those days you're going to like work on, chunk out your time and say, okay, Monday between two and three, I'm going to research piano uh, teachers or whatever the case may be. And if you're confused about this, I, like I said, we are going to get a little bit more detailed next week when we come back and, and review the list that we've made. And what I would recommend now that we're on it for your homework, right? So you, what you're going to do this week, we've said it a billion times already, but you're going to take your big goal and you're going to write down all the little steps that are going to, that's going to take to make it happen that you know of right at this time. Mm -hmm. And what I would recommend is if you take like an eight by 10 line piece of paper and on the left side, you number these things. Then on the right side, if you're like looking at it as two columns, then next week we can talk about the obstacles and overcoming the obstacles. And so leave that right side blank because what we'll do next week is make a little plan next to each action so that we can get through some of the, you know, the negative things our brains are telling us about why we can't achieve what we we totally can. Yeah, because those are definitely going to come up for sure. Yeah, I mean, it always does, but it's not... We just can't let it get us down this time. We're all here together. We're all doing this together. And we're all depending on each other to not let those little, you know, what do we call them before? Those, uh, mm, sorry, when you started saying. Oh, limiting beliefs. That we're not going to let those limiting beliefs get us down this time. <laughs> when you started saying, we're going to do this together. And together we're going to do the, I started singing Kumbaya in my head. <laughs> <laughs> And I was waiting a, a good moment to in, interject to sing Kumbaya. And so when you asked me that question, I was just like, uh, what? <laughs> I'm thinking about Kumbaya right now. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's lovely. You know, I don't even mind. If you ever want to just zone out and start going to Kumbaya land while I'm talking, be my guest. Better than thinking of your grocery list. Yes. It was related to what you were talking about. It started making me feel very connected. Like, yes, we are all one. Kumbaya. Perfect. That's great. Well, okay. So this week we're going to set a goal. We're going to chunk our goals out. We're going to give some real thought to how to make this happen. Next week, we're going to tackle those obstacles. But for now, this has been Carolyn and Becca saying, what are you going to do this week? 
panties. Make that goal plan, girl. Or boy. Or (laughs) non-binary.